hello and welcome back to show talk podcast the place where i talk you talk and we talk about shows oh my god 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 this episode of motherland fort salem has probably been the best episode i've ever seen forget every time i've said that in the last eight episodes this has been the best episode i've seen hands down could not tell me anything else the fight scenes the character growth the tears that they made me produce today i just i'm parallel i love it so much and uh i hope you guys are okay because i feel like we went through so much of a whirlwind in this episode that you know emotions are are brewing and and bubbling and I guess that's why I'm releasing this episode a little bit earlier for you guys as well. I'm trying to release it a little bit after East Coast, a little bit after West Coast to at least get the Uniteds to see everything first before I release it for no spoilers, but I know there are some international listeners who do, surprisingly, listen to this podcast as well. So if you guys get a notification saying that this episode has been released and you haven't watched the new episode of Mother and Fort Salem, please, just please, please, please proceed with caution. I wouldn't want to give you guys unintentional spoilers. I want you guys to see the show and watch it together and just experience it yourself before coming over to me. So let me know how you like the new time frame for this episode. Maybe I'll do it for the next episode. I kind of have a feeling of what I want to do for the season finale, but I'm not going to say it yet in case things change because I change my mind a lot on here. But anyway, (laughs) what an episode. Wow. I don't, there was so much going on. I mean, we had the drama between Raelle and Tally. Never thought I'd see that type of face from Tally before. The energy she brought, okay? The spitfireness. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Then we had the truth. The truth was released about Scylla, okay? I didn't see that happening so early on in the episode, but it happened. Shock. We got the drama with General Alder. Listen, (laughs) I will probably defend this woman for the rest of the season. I can't lie. Um, we also have Libba, the tears. Ah, you know what? You know what? Let's get into it. Let's get into episode eight of Motherland Fort Salem. Let's process exactly what happened. What went down right now? Just you and me. You know how I said that we probably weren't prepared for City Drop? You know, I didn't realize it was going to be to this extent to the fact that we were just going to straight up be fighting the spree on our trial run. (laughs) Um, And that's basically what happens this episode. The girls end up dropping for a city drop and and getting ready to to fight as a unit and, and see if they're ready for war college. And instead, we end up facing off with the spree. How did this happen? Well, let me tell you. So you would think with the amount of drama that happened last episode that, you know, maybe everyone would take a breather, realize that with City Drop, you know, lives are at stake. We need to focus. We need to, you know, protect one another, have each other's backs. 
no, no, it's not, it's not the case because Rael was upset, which, you know, understandable because the girl's struggling, the love of her life, stuck in a dungeon, the person that is supposed to be like leading them and protecting them while in training, Anacostia is lying. She's, she's torturing her girlfriend. You know, I'd be upset too. I'd be upset too. I would want to learn the truth. I would want to know what happened. I would want to know if I'm going crazy and if Scylla's actually dead or if, if what I saw was real. So I can understand. She has a lot on her mind. She has a lot on her mind. But you know what? I also understand that this is not the time to be processing this because we have to remember that these girls, whether we like it or not, are soldiers and going into city drop, it could technically be, well, is assumed to be a life or death situation that they could be dropping themselves into. So for the girls to be going at each other's necks, not even five minutes into the episode, stressful I was very stressed because I was like they're going to get bombed they're going to get murdered no one's going to war college Abigail's gonna have a heart attack and it's gonna be a hot mess a hot hot mess but the drama was unavoidable because right off the bat yes they moved right off the bat with this episode quick as fire Tally hurts herself and poor child, even though she tried so hard not to have Rael read her mind so that she wouldn't find out that Tally knew about the spree. Well, turns out didn't matter because Tally hurts herself literally just coming out of the plane and Rael has to heal her so that they can go and meet up with the group. Our girl obviously sees some things that she didn't want to see and she blames Tally for the reason that Scylla is currently being held captive by General Aldar and Anacostia and all of them. Listen, <sighs> the moment that Tally switched up her her resolve in trying to make Rael understand that she did all this to protect her and that she like you could see that Tally was getting so frustrated in the amount of times that Tally was like I did this to protect you I never wanted anything to happen to Scylla but you know she was going to take you and I heard it and I did what I had to do and I reported it to Anacostia and that's what you're supposed to do because Tally is a girl that follows the books she follows the rules she feels that's how she could succeed that's how she can make a difference that's all she wanted to do when she came to Fort Salem and she did she did exactly what she had to do now for real to take everything that she did, even though she knew she did it properly, and just spit on it and was like, you know what, it's your fault. You're the reason I understood why Tally snapped. She snapped because clearly she didn't care anymore. Rail was safe. Scylla was in jail. What else was there to do? So where Rael is blinded by her own love for Scylla that she cannot see what could possibly be the truth, especially since last episode Scylla said that people are going to sit there and tell lies about her that she can't confirm for herself, 
right now, Rael only believes in Scylla. It doesn't matter that Tally has been with her the entire time or that things have been slightly suspicious since Rael and Scylla got together. It doesn't matter because what matters is that Rael has put her heart into this girl and she trusts this girl and Scylla has... Let's be honest, Scylla has been one of the only reasons that Rael has stayed within the army. Scylla has been the only reasons that Rael has even tried to work harder as a soldier, has tried to be closer to her unit. It's calmed her down being in this relationship. Now to have it possibly all be a lie, if what Tally saw was true, you can see it's it's not even just about Tally right now. It's about whether or not to believe Tally and to accept that what Scylla was doing, if it was real, if their relationship was real, if Scylla even really loved her. So a lot of that retaliation against Tally, which there was a lot of, it it came from different angles that I could see and I it hurt me to see because one, I love Tally and Rael together. They are so sisterly and you can see the bond between them since the first episode. But to see that crumble due to this one secret, it hurt me. It hurt me a lot to see. But clearly these these arguments and these these battles that they're having with one another, it's putting them at risk. Rael just wants to find the truth and if that means finding Anacostia to do it, she's going to do it. Because um, clearly her main goal right now is to get to Scylla and Anacostia is the closest person that's gotten to her so far. So that's her plan. But in between doing that, she's no longer talking to her unit. She's no longer following their orders. She's kind of going off on her own and they've almost died multiple times. You got balloons popping. You know what drove me insane about the scene where um, the girls get infected with like the plague from the one little balloon that was on the car that Rail totally ignored. Rail totally ignored it. <laughs> Tally asks her if this area is secure and because they're fighting, Rail just wants to ignore everything that she's saying and just continue going on as if we are not in a combat situation and now they're going and fighting and Tally is trying to explain herself once again that she did what she had to do for a reason and then this balloon goes and explodes and like takes the, all three of them out and I'm sitting here watching this scene and I was like, Rail. You saw the balloon. Girl, what happened? You were being that petty that you put your whole life at risk? Come on, like what in the world? But that also has you question, does Rael care right now? Does she care about her life? Does she care about her unit? Does she care about everyone else right now? Because she's going through so much and because of what the truth that she's denying right now is. So... I don't know. I guess that you can look at that scene in, in so many ways. One, as Rael being defiant against her unit and just ignoring Tally and just her being done, but also her, I don't know, maybe being a little bit at ease with her life and what that means since everything has just been spiraling downhill for the last three episodes. I don't know. Huh. I never thought about it that way until I started talking with you guys. That's why I like doing these episodes, especially being it's so fresh in my mind right now. I feel like 
I'm experiencing and and talking about it with you guys. I'm, I'm breaking down scenes that once was so small and so trivial to me. Now I'm thinking about it more critically and expanding it a lot more. So thank you for listening and, and letting me ramble to finding new directions or new ideas of what small scenes that for some of us may not be very exciting or or very important and it might actually to turn out to be something a lot deeper than we thought i mean maybe that'll even explain why rail thought this was smart decision right now to just you know go out in the middle of the night and look for anacostia even though we know at this point in time that all of the leaders and all the generals right now are full-on attack mode so if you get caught you're either sent home or you're fighting for your life. <laughs> Clearly, Rail forgot about this as a. That's honestly what happened. She gets caught the moment she steps outside. And who do we see? Who do we see but Helen? Now, if you guys forgot, we met Helen a couple episodes ago when Rael was questioning whether or not she should continue going out with Scylla or getting to know Scylla since Scylla was being very cryptic about her life and very hush-hush and kind of redirecting all the questions that she had about her and she kind of leaned on the the answers that Helen was able to give her about Scylla's parents and about how you know give Scylla a chance because she's just quiet and she has her secrets but she'll open up when she feels like it which honestly a lot of that did come true but also maybe it came true because it was actually Scylla in disguise as Helen <laughs> redirecting Rael to give her a chance and for her to fall more deeply in love with her okay Rael and Scylla fans, calm down, breathe deep breaths, because I know that that hurt a lot of you, because that kind of was just the moment where Rael was wondering, was anything real? Um, especially when you find out that Helen doesn't know who Rael is, and if Helen doesn't know who Rael is, then who in the world was Rael talking to? And Anacostia actually goes and lets her know that Hey, it's the spree. You've been talking to the spree the entire time. What were you talking to the spree with? Oh, about Scylla? Surprise, surprise. The girl who we've been telling you about the entire episode that might be spree. Maybe she led you to believe that uh, you should continue this relationship and, and that you should give Scylla the time of the day, even though you were questioning to be with her in the beginning. And what does that show? What does that show? What do we do? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean for the relationship of Rael and Scylla throughout the rest of the season or into next season? Because now Rael doesn't know what to believe. Was anything real? Did Scylla actually love her? Okay, I do believe. I do believe. I don't care what anyone says. I do believe towards the end, Scylla did really love Rael. She risked her life so many times, so many times for for Rael. And yes, there, she stumbled a bit. She was hesitant um, during certain moments that, you know, would prove that she really did care and loved Rael and, and wasn't just, you know, acting on the spree. But you have to remember that Scylla has been with the spree for who knows how long now. 
And if what we know about her parents to be true, then she has gone through a traumatic experience with the army. And so her whole life, she's learned to dodge the army. She's learned to to protect herself from the army and fight against them at all costs. So all she knows is that. Now, for her to have that change because of Rael, I can see where a lot of her hesitation has come from. And I'm not going to lie, I dogged her a lot on that when looking at the relationship. I'm just saying. But it's like I said with the whole relationship with Abigail and Adil. Adil, I feel like, was judging Abigail a lot last episode because she didn't automatically believe in his beliefs that the army is terrible and that people shouldn't use their work for the war, yada, yada, yada. But he's only seeing things through his perspective and just putting that on her. Now, if you're looking at Scylla's perspective, we can't just say that because she fell in love with Rael, of all people who's not even fully connected to the army, that she should just let go of her, her, her beliefs that the army is wrong and that she should just let go of her, her support and her dedication to the spree when that's all she's been doing. Now, on Rael's perspective, that's you can't she can't see that she can't see that because all she sees right now is that she's been fooled once again by somebody that she's she cares about and that she's cared strongly about that she's I don't know turned her back on so many people for now for it to be all a lie oh that has to hurt that has to hurt now where Riel is going head to head with her emotional battles the girls Abigail and Tally are going fist to fist with their own leaders and generals who are testing whether or not they are fit for war college now when I say this fight scene was amazing it was amazing whoever choreographed it whoever placed it in it was exquisite my heart I'm not going to lie was racing 10 to 20 minutes well after the scene that's how great it was and you literally see the girls go back to back just fighting really fighting for their lives and I think this is one of the many moments this episode where you get to remember that this is a time where they will be fighting for their lives. This is a time where they are reminded that they are fighting for their lives. I mean, we even see Abigail as she is just constantly punching one of her assailants. She's experiencing her PTSD from her last experience with the spree, where she felt helpless, where she almost died, and where she lost her cousin. You can see that on her face. She can't stop. She can't hold back. There was a moment where she's pressed up against the wall and, and like she looks like she's about to break down and cry, but she perseveres because that's who she is. That's the kind of warrior that she is and fights back. But that doesn't mean that mentally she she's ready to, to fully go in and know when to stop and know when enough is enough because she goes hard and Tally has to go and pull her back and Rael has to get her to focus and realize that she's here and she's not actually with the spree and that she's safe and just small moments like that in this episode in this show altogether they've done it so many times is so beautiful because not only do you see a connection 
with Tweedley you didn't grow even with all the drama and all the anger that the girls have towards one another Abigail at Tally for not letting her know after everything that happened at her family's wedding Tally at Riel for not believing her Riel at Tally for putting her girl so many reasons for them to hate each other and to ignore each other and yet time and time again this episode and in previous episodes they've come to have each other's backs and this is just another scene that proves it so not only were we able to see badass women like Abigail and Tally just fight for their lives and show exactly that they got it for war college and that they have it for the spree they uh it just it was gorgeous it was amazing and seeing Tally Oh, I know I <laughs> yes I talk about Telly a lot but she's honestly one of my favorite characters in the unit just because she's grown so much and this episode kind of really just pushes it in your face how much she's grown because she's become more than just the virgin who was in an all-woman's compound when we first meet her she very rapidly in the first couple of episodes started showing a little bit more of who she is that she was very strong she's willing to talk back not only to Abigail to everyone who denies her purpose and her worth and she did it before to the humans who disrespected her as a witch and as part of the army uh, what during that spree attack a couple episodes ago and she's doing it even more now this episode and I, I really love to see it because if you remember Tally didn't have to join the army because her her lineage was considered weak because of the amount of sisters that they've lost over the years that this was their chance out of the army and and she fought against that because she knew that not only was she powerful which she is but also that this was her chance to do right this was her chance to do good and being that one generation to change the tide and to be considered as strong and powerful after the history that they have had in her family it's just it's amazing to see and I love it each character honestly has done so much growth this season but Tally's really showed this episode a lot and even Abigail's as well it just more of her vulnerability that we're seeing even in small scenes as the fight scenes so I hope you guys are catching up on that. I hope you're loving it as much as I am because it's worth noting. And I've had a few conversations tonight on on Twitter with you guys about some of the growth developments that the characters are having. And I feel like this episode as well as last episode was a big turning point for our girls and how that is going to continue to go, especially after finding everything that happens with the spree and General Alder's role in it and what that means for the girls and the army and what they believe that the army can do for them and what they've been fed basically their entire lives. And this comes from General Alder's decision to use the the unit during basic to fight off a current spree truck that has been loaded from the armory that we learned about last episode that the spree are using that carries some kind of bomb that they want to ship out that could harm 
many civilians and Adler has to make the hard decision to actually use the unit to stop the spree even though they're new even though they're not ready because they're the closest there and this is war if they're gonna learn exactly what it is that they're up against they might as well do it now now of course that ruffled a lot of feathers with the people that she consults also you could see it on anacosta's face she is over elder and all the the rough decisions that she's making and i just want to say i don't understand why all of us want to all of a sudden just hate on elder when literally for the past three episodes even more than that everyone's been like i can't believe elder doesn't want to make moves so many people have died because of the spray and elder just wants to sit on her high throne blah 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 maybe she should be you know taken down a notch or maybe somebody else should be in charge because elder clearly doesn't know what she's doing and i lost my daughter and that's not fair we should be making actions against the spree and why aren't we all these things that we've been saying for the past couple of episodes all of a sudden when elder actually wants to make moves wants to actually train the soldiers that are actually going to become soldiers that put them in situations where it's life and death so they can actually know what they are up against we're just gonna you know ignore it and we're just gonna falter for it now yes the the decision she made this episode right maybe not a hundred percent but if i was in her position i'd probably do the same thing i mean we don't know what the spree had in those trucks that they were willing to blow up their entire safe house for clearly something damaging something that could ruin so many other lives kill so many other civilians and we already know that the spree are changing up their methods and using new things to to kill more and more people that this was a dire situation and if the other units weren't going to be able to make it in time why not use the units closer to you and of course that had to be those training and basic right now but what, what else were we going to do what else was she going to do now here's where things get a little sticky though having her I don't know, disregard Tally's belief and her vision that there are civilians inside the truck and still having them go through and sacrifice the civilians to take out the spree and the bombs and whatever else their their attack methods were. That's where things get a little off because you gotta start second guessing what Adler is going to do to get results because clearly her back is against the ropes right now she has to get results for the president she has to get results for the humans that are all of a sudden turning their back on witches and and wanting to disband the army she has to get results for all the the parents and the mothers who've lost their daughters during this war for who knows how long it's been going on so she has a lot on her shoulders and she needs to show something for it so i understand where that stress is coming from and why she's making the decisions that she's making also you got to think about it like this these are new trainees Yes, it's maybe a little drastic that we're having them deal with the spree right off the bat, but if they had gone hand-to-hand with the spree that were there, even with their numbers, they didn't know exactly how many spree they were dealing with. 
and if they had gone head-to-head with combat in trying to save the civilians, we probably would have had a lot more casualties than we had. Not saying that the casualty that we did have wasn't important, because am I still crying over Libba? Yes, I sure as hell am. And I didn't think that was going to happen, but I am. But at the same time, it was a smart move. It was a smart decision to take the entire truck out in order to save not only the witches that were there, but any other casualties that could have happened. We don't know if the spree might have taken out the hostages anyway as a technique to get past the rest of the unit. We don't know. We don't know what they could have done. And they're despicable. Well, no, that's a little too harsh. They're let's see, determined enough in their ideas that they're willing to do it. And lives could have been lost either way. Either it's going to be the hostages or it's going to be those within their units. And that's not to say that I don't feel like the hostages' lives are are deserving of a chance. And maybe things could have been differently if they talked about it a little bit more. But during war, You have to be making moves quick and on your feet, and that's survival. And Adler has years, hundreds of years of experience to know what to do is a right call. So I don't know. I guess I just, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings. I have so many mixed feelings about this because I feel like it could have gone another way if we had just opened up the communication a little bit more so that everyone was able to understand why we were making the sacrifices that we made or why we weren't able to do like what we had to do. I don't know. What are you, what are your guys thoughts? Do you guys think Adler did the right thing or no? Cause it really hurts me that Libba died <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. And I didn't think, oh no, I'm getting emotional. Ah, damn it. Okay. I didn't think I was going to care as much as I did about Libba dying, but I totally did and it kills me, but I love it too because the show makes you care and support so many outside characters than the main three of Tally, Rael, and Abigail. I do. I care about so many of them. I care about Libba and the relationship that her and Abigail were making in the last couple of episodes, and that should have been our hint. That should have been a hint that we were about to lose Libba because her and Abigail were making strides to a new a new generation of just a swipe and a bellwether just being friends. And I, uh, I knew when we saw so many scenes of her and she had so many lines and, and they were getting closer that something was going to happen. I thought she was going to get hurt. I didn't think she was going to die. And I'm really sad about it. And that makes me think like, what other characters do I really care about in the show? besides our main girls and I'm not gonna lie Anacostia if anything happens to her I will be fully upset and I really thought something was going to happen to her this episode luckily nothing did but even Moppet if anything happens to Moppet I'm upset so can we just like not kill off any more of our favorite characters please I don't think I can handle it. And I think that's one of the main reasons why people are so mad at General Alder right now because we love Libba and we love the dynamic that she brings and what she can pull out of Abigail. And her and Abigail could have had the best unit dream team and we lost out on so many opportunities. Dang it. (laughs) 
I don't know. I think that really is one of the main reasons why I'm debating whether or not I agree with Adler's methods. I just rethinking about like what I believe and, and things that we've gone over, like not even like two minutes ago, but I do think she made the right decision as someone who's been in situations like this before and has to think quick on their feet. Do I think the losses outweigh the good that they received or the good that they got? I I don't know. Another important scene that happened there, though, that I did not expect was Rael going off against one of the Spree members that had the nerve, the nerve to disguise themselves as Scylla. Does everybody know that Scylla and Rael were a thing? Like, how disrespectful is that? Can nothing be sacred? Can nothing be sacred? And so here I am insulted on Rael's behalf as they're going at it, Rael and this fake Scylla. And Rael is over here like just, this is her moment to really let go of a lot of the aggression and anger that she has on top of the hurt about what could it possibly mean if Scylla has been playing her the entire time. And for her to fully take out the spree, even dressed as Scylla. And that line where she says, even if it was you, like it doesn't matter or something like that. That is so powerful and such a, an amazing scene and how she's going to go from here on out with that moment. Ooh, so many sacrifices this episode, both with Riel, just I don't want to say giving up, but letting go of her her ideas of what that relationship with Scylla really was and with Tally's trust in the military, seeing as they're willing to sacrifice civilians and what that really means for her as someone who joined the army looking to help people and looking to save people. It really changes her ideas of what she got herself into. And to top it all off, to top it all off, our girl General Alder, not only does she do a press conference to say our farewells to our fallen soldiers, but she goes and lies. She goes and lies and she says that the spree killed the civilians. Well, we all know it was us, but we can't really say it's us right now because if we said that the witches killed the civilians, then that just makes the humans want to rise up against us even more. So there you go. There's my excuse as to why she lied. She didn't want the humans to rise up even more than they already are to not only disband the army, but also to just like Everyone, the humans apparently believe that they're the reason that the spree is, is working so much harder now to fight against humans and to kill so many humans, although they are wrongly directed. And it's honestly just the spree's chance to feel more powerful than the humans and to let go of generations of them having to fight for their lives. So turning tables everyone's fighting against the army right now. So Adler has to protect not only herself, but the rest of the army and her decision that she's made. And that kind of, that kind of does something for our unit because now that Tally has let go and, and announced that she knows that there were civilians and that she knows what exactly went down and 
what that actually means. The, our unit really has to come together now as a group and decide how they want to continue on at Fort Salem. And it's not like they can just walk off and call it a day. Going AWOL in the army, I'm pretty sure that's something that's that's not permitted. And it, it's something that's probably really dangerous. I mean, if they were willing to kill Scylla's parents for running, who knows what they'll do if you run and you've already been part of the army. So they're going to have to make their own moves and decide if they really want to stay with Fort Salem, if they want to change something about Fort Salem and how are they going to go about it. At this point, they might actually have Anacosta have their backs because you can see on Anacostia's face, she is not happy at the way that Alder is is taking certain things and the decisions that she's making and it's a big change for her seeing as Alder is one of the main reasons that she's here. She's raised her and Acacia was an orphan and Adler took her in and made her who she is today. So to have the hopes and beliefs and trust in someone that you've known for so long break over the decisions that they are constantly making in such a short period of time, it must be... It must be heartbreaking. It must be hard. And Anacostia is going to have to make her own decisions as well. And whether that's going to be with the group or on her own, we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, yeah, I was basically this entire episode. The promo for next week looks so amazing. It looks like Rael is going to confront Scylla, which means there's probably going to be a lot of tears because... The answers, the truth has to come out, you know, and still is going to have to make some answers, especially when Rael is doubting herself, when we finally have had, had her just be the strong character that we know her to be, for her to just now think of all of that as nothing because of Scylla, Scylla's going to have some answers that she's going to have to give. Rael, Tally is breaking down because her ideas of the army is, is not what it, what it means, and Abigail right now is just, she's going through so much because the loss of Libba, the loss of her cousin, the loss of, she's just had so many losses right now. Just one after another, after another. Girl's going to need some therapy. Girl's going to need some help. And I don't know. We're going to have to do a lot of searching next episode and see how that's going to go. See how that's going to go for the rest of the season, maybe into season two and I see those hashtags renew motherland Fort Salem and it needs to happen it needs to happen soon I know we are in lockdown right now but like higher ups if you're listening we'd like a season two thank you so much where is it (laughs) um but yeah that's pretty much all I have for this episode what were some of your favorite parts from this episode I think it's really just the fight scene for me and seeing Rael actually look for the truth in what her relationship with Scylla really means. I mean, that's probably the one thing I wanted so hard in the season and I'm glad we got it because it wouldn't be realistic if we didn't have Rael questioning if what she had with Scylla was real, especially if she found out what Tally knows and how that was able to develop in this episode with Rael finding Helen, with her getting confirmation from Anacostia, from her fighting a physical representation of Scylla. 
just freaking beautiful. Just freaking beautiful because it was so well done. And even if I was second guessing a lot of Rael's motives and her denial in the beginning of the episode, just that growth and that roller coaster that we all went through with her was was beautiful to see. And even seeing at the end Abigail rely on Adil and just everything that she's seen and realizing that she has been naive to the real world a little bit. That's another great moment that I hope you guys liked as well. It actually made me think a little bit more about that relationship because we're seeing it evolve in such a like it's it's going pretty fast but it's also a lot more genuine than we've seen Abigail with any of her relationships this season so I'm hoping he not only balances her out but is the one that she can lead on when she needs it the most and right now she really does she really does need him and I don't know this next two episodes are gonna be fast and they're gonna go hard and they're gonna go heavy and they're gonna keep us on the edge of our seats and I don't know what to expect I don't know what you guys expect there's so much that could happen and so much that could lead up to a season two and I don't know I can't wait to experience it with you guys um I think I'm gonna name this episode two sides of the same coin and I think I've never explained to you guys why I named the episodes the way I do. It's kind of a little play on what I feel the overall senses of the episode is and for last week it was turning point because it was kind of a turning point between the unit and their growth and how they're moving forward from here on out especially with Scylla's truth coming out and what that means and for this episode it's kind of the good versus the bad and what it means and I don't know when you're looking at two sides of the same coin it's the same side it's the same coin, but the truth, your perspective of it, it's completely different. I mean, what's left and what's right. And I guess that's kind of what we're deciding from here on out with with everything that we know and with the truth that we have right now. So, I don't know. I hope you guys like it. I hope you guys like this episode. Um, if you do, I'll see you next episode. If you've made it this long, congratulations. It's probably one of the longest episodes I've done on this season and I'm glad you stuck with it. Um, tell me how you feel about this new release time. Do you like it? Do you hate it? I guess we'll see. Um, and yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter if you guys want to talk there a little bit more about this show or any of the other shows that I'm currently podcasting and yeah. Just keep talking. Keep talking about this show. Keep talking about so many other shows right now because with everything that's happening in the world, you got to find something to, to lean on and to make you happy. And for this, for me at least, it's these shows and what they can do and the conversations that they can start. So keep on talking. See you next time.